0: Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely.
1: It is the final day of the regular yes. season, which means yes. we have to find out everything today.
2: There's a whole new season about to start, so we understand what's in front of us and what's coming about.
3: When we're healthy, I don't see a team who can beat us in a seven game series.
2: This group, we've been through. We've been through a lot. This is the moment that uh, you know, been working for. We know we getting ourselves into. We gotta be super duper locking, laser sharpening, and focusing on what needs to be done. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by American Express. <laughs>
1: Welcome into NBA Today presented by American Express. It is a good day because we know the matchups. Malika Andrews, Richard Jefferson, Shania Gumake, Kendrick Perkins is here. Ramona Shelburne is here. Adrian Wojnarowski is standing by and by the way, guys, I am excited. I have high energy. Can't you tell? (laughs) (laughs) We know the answers now. The number one seed Nuggets, the two seed Grizzlies, they have to wait for their play-in tournament to finish to find out who their opponents are going to be, but this is what we know for sure. The Warriors, they will face the Sacramento Kings in the 3-6 series. Kevin Durant and the Phoenix Suns. They will take on Kawhi Leonard and the Clippers in the 4-5 matchup. And then, in the Eastern Conference, it goes a little something like this. The Bucs and the Celtics, they have the top two spots, so they again will be waiting for that play-in tournament, but the 3-6 matchup, it's going to feature Joel Embiid, the Sixers taking on James Harden's former team, the Brooklyn Nets, and then the 4-5 matchup. That is Donovan Mitchell and the Cavs playing against a team that almost traded for him, Stephen A's new New York Knicks. Ooh and tomorrow my friends i cannot wait because it'll feature two of the 7-8 games in the play in tournament lebron and the lakers they host the eighth seeded minnesota timberwolves in the western conference and then in the east we have the hawks the heat will host them so the winner of those two games they will face the two seeds in their respective conferences while the losers will play the winner of the 9-10 games in the west that's the thunder in new orleans they face the pelicans and then in the east we have the raptors and the chicago bulls but i want to go back to the west for just a minute, because perhaps the most consequential moment of the entire weekend was this. Rudy Gobert, Kyle Anderson, they got into a heated exchange during a second quarter timeout of their regular season finale that was against the Pelicans. It led Gobert, watch him here, to striking Kyle Anderson, and the two had to be separated by teammates. And then, Gobert, he would be sent home at halftime before the Wolves would erase a double-digit deficit to defeat New Orleans. And then afterwards, Gobert tweeted this. He said, quote, Emotions they got the best of me today. I should not have reacted the way I did regardless of what was said. And I want to apologize to the fans, to the organization, particularly to Kyle, who is someone that I truly love and respect as a teammate. So for more on Gobert and the Wolves, we now welcome in senior NBA insider Adrian Wojnarowski, who broke the news that Rudy Gobert will be suspended for one game. Woj, how did Minnesota come to this decision?
4: Uh, Malika, simply the fact you know that Rudy Gobert threw a punch at a teammate in a huddle during an NBA game. There was just no way around uh, not suspending Gobert uh, for that action. Now, listen, I think this organization, they're not happy with either player, Rudy Gobert or Kyle Anderson. I think they felt certainly Kyle Anderson played a role uh, in escalating it. He didn't throw a punch, uh, but he kept on Rudy Gobert verbally. And I think what, part of what Rudy Gobert was trying to say uh, to Anderson in the huddle was that he was playing injured, that he was giving it what he could. Uh, and so I think those were all factors. The, the punch thrown at Kyle Anderson, mm. it wasn't thrown at his head. It was at his chest. It wasn't necessarily trying to injure him, but you can't do it. And so now, you know, not only did they lose Rudy Gobert for the second half on Sunday, he's out against the Lakers on Tuesday in the play. Now, this is a one-game suspension. Uh, He will be back, whether they lose that play-in game, return home Friday to play the winner of Oklahoma City, New Orleans, or they win and move on to the Western Conference playoffs. But he will not travel with the team to L.A., uh, Gobert won't. And now this is a uh, Minnesota team. Remember, lost Nas Reed, their backup center a couple weeks ago with a wrist injury, and, of course, uh, Jaden McDaniels also out. Uh, This is a tall order to beat the Lakers right now in L.A., and they'll have to do it without Gobert on Tuesday.
1: No Rudy Gobert on Tuesday against the Lakers. Woj, please do not go too far, but I do want to welcome Kendrick Perkins into this conversation. Perk, what do you think? Was this the right call to suspend Gobert for one game, one pivotal game here?
2: It was. It was. It was just bad timing. But, you know, for us being, you know, the, the front office and the organization, they had to to set this standard and suspend him because, you know, you got to let it know be known that it's not, it's not going to be tolerated and it's not accepted. So it's just bad timing. And obviously, they need Rudy right now. This is a crucial part of the season. Critical part is basically do or die. He'll be back. I feel like they're not going to win the game tomorrow without him. But, mm. again, the Timberwolves did the right thing. They had to suspend him.
5: This was the right thing. This was absolutely the worst timing. Yeah. And I am glad that Rudy also did the right thing in saying that, hey, I apologize. This was wrong. He was quick to it. He didn't try to put his story out there. He just mm-hmm. said, hey, I know this was the right, you know, this this was the horrible situation and I made a mistake and so I commend Rudy. I do think that there's a bigger thing, um, you know, that sort of represents what Rudy has been going through. To question his defensive capability, I think he takes that personally. Just as someone who was a three times defensive player of the year, someone that's been a rebounding leader, someone that's been a blocks leader and someone that's playing not 100%, which we all know, no one at this time of year is playing 100%, but to question something that he takes so much pride in, which is like, go out there and get blocks. While that might seem casual to most people, it's personal to Rudy Gobert, and that's why it had yeah. that vitriol kind of reaction. You're not supposed to put your hands on your teammates. I understand Woj did a good job of saying, hey, this was not the head, this was the chest, but overall, this sort of just gives you more questions about the chemistry, the viability of what's going on, and you don't want those types of uh, mentalities going into a play-in. Mm-hmm. and now you're underhanded.
1: I had to I had to wonder, when Tim Connolly put out the statement, the president uh, for the Minnesota Timberwolves last night saying that they were going to handle this internally, that they were having these discussions. I did wonder whether or not they were going to suspend Rudy Gobert because we did see something like Draymond Green earlier this season, right? Uh, he was there for ring night. Ramona, how has this reverberated Gobert specifically around the team?
6: I mean, there is just widespread disbelief that this happened in this game with a play-in game and everything they've worked for. This is a team that's had a sickness that went through their team the last couple of weeks. They all finally are somewhat healthy and so to have Jade McDaniels go down in this game, and Gobert now suspended for this game, and let's be clear, this was an organizational decision. This wasn't something where they polled the rest of the guys on the team and said, what do you guys think? This was made upstairs, and that that matters here, but who's going to guard Anthony Davis now? Mm -hmm. Who's going to guard LeBron James? Mm -hmm. Because Rudy was going to guard AD, and McDaniels was going to guard LeBron James. I mean, the, the timing of this is unbelievable, not to mention audio of Kyle Anderson talking to Rudy Gobert, in that locker room leaked online what did it and say? there is ju- it, it, just him talking about Rudy and 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 it, it the fact that that leaked online after that game with what's at stake is yep. going down very very poorly with people in Minnesota we saw that in the Draymond Green situation where the the tape of the incident with Jordan Poole went on to DMZ. They, they fully did an investigation. That was a huge breach of trust. And so to Cheney's point about the chemistry on that team yeah. and the overall vibe, for audio of that to leak is just unbelievable to people in Minnesota. It
1: feels like there is so much going on within the Timberwolves right now as we welcome back Adrian Wojnarowski because Woj Gobert, he's not the only player, as we've alluded to, that they will be missing heading into this postseason. Forward, power forward J.D. McDaniels, the team's arguably most versatile defender, he will not be there. What more can you tell us about both his importance and what happened.
4: Yeah, Malika, you know, prior to uh, the Anderson-Gobert uh, incident, you know, Jaden McDaniels, you know, walked away from the bench, uh, essentially punched a wall in the tunnel outside the locker room. You see it there. And he fractured his hand. He is out for the rest of the season. and. Uh, w- within the Timberwolves organization, that is seen as the bigger loss here. Mm. That is, I think, on for Tuesday night against the Lakers and trying to move forward, uh, whether it's to get out of the play and into the playoffs, that McDaniel's loss is, I think, felt certainly more significantly. Uh, this was a breakout year for him, uh, one of the best uh, defenders in the league and a player uh, who Minnesota used to guard everybody's best player he would have spent a lot of time on LeBron James Tuesday night against the Lakers but not only is he gone for the play-in he's gone for the rest of the season this was a costly final day of the regular season for the Minnesota Timberwolves
1: absolutely Woj thank you so much for stopping by Richard I'm curious what you make uh, of all of this because when you talk about the dominoes everything that had to go wrong and the effect that this has on their game against the Los Angeles Lakers it's immense
7: Pressure bust pipes. Mm. We've all heard the term. Pressure is a coming. We saw this with the Clippers. There was a little bit of jarring back and forth uh, between Bones and Plumley. We now see this. We see it. And ultimately, look, let me first say this. Kyle Anderson, he's in the wrong. Right? Rudy Gobert, if someone's calling you certain words and certain names in front of your entire team, in front of an audience of people, you should. Now, was it a punch? I think it was more of a push. i was not going to say an actual punch. If you're punching somebody, you don't necessarily go straight chest. Those are semantics. Ultimately, right now, what we see is there is a pressure field. A lot of these teams have been in the postseason for a month, if not longer, battling all these things. Are we seven? Tiebreaker. All this stuff. And then the king, Petty, shows up. My God, Draymond Green. uh, We love Petty around here because if you stay Petty, you you don't don't have to to get get Petty. Petty. And Draymond Green, Uh, he had that in his Drafts, he, had, or he, had, he had ready. drafts ready and waiting. <laughs> Shout out my guy Draymond. That although Rudy, much. Rudy, I love you too. He put the ellipsis on the yeah, end. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh Draymond, Draymond, going at it. Draymond, love it. I love the petty, but ultimately, I think this is just about pressure. Teams have been under immense, you know, intensity for yeah. six yep. weeks a month, and now it's at the spot where it's like you go rebound. And but if you start calling me out my name yeah. in front of we've seen we've seen fans kicked out of arenas for saying far less to somebody. So when your teammates calling you that, then yes, there is a frustration. I don't know the context. I'm not gonna get in that. Shout out Tim Conley and, and the management of the Timberwolves made the right for for getting this done. And also setting and establishing your culture. Because right. he, he just got there two years ago.
1: Well, the Timberwolves, they are eight and four without Rudy Gobert, and when it comes to this, when it's win or go home, this is the most important time of the year, just an absolutely consequential Sunday for the Timberwolves here. Still to come on NBA Today, though, we're only five days away, my friends, from the official start of the playoffs. So we're going to pick our must-watch first-round series. Oh, and I heard that our friends Kendrick Perkins, he had a bold postseason prediction that I know you are not going to want to miss, but speaking of the playoffs, we're going to preview that Northern California clash between the reigning <laughs> champions and the Sacramento Kings. Can the Warriors defend the crowd? Well, they're going to have to win a couple of road games. What's in store for the future in Dallas? We're also going to discuss they are missing the postseason entirely so hear from Luka Doncic after a disappointing season. We'll be right back.
0: Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup blue and ready for the play and boom!
3: Must be 21 plus and present in present and select states. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
2: NBA Today is presented by American Express. Don't live life without it.
8: Anything's possible. Anything's possible. Attack!
9: Attack!
1: That's right. Count them, my friends. Five days until the playoffs tip this Saturday on ESPN. But that might be not enough time for Paul George to get back on the court. It's been three weeks, right, Shanae, since he sprained his knee. Here's what he had to say on his most recent episode of Podcast P.
2: The leg is good, man. I'm, uh, I'm making progress. You know how we... When we first was shooting, I was two crutches. Yeah. yeah. Then I went to one crutch. The one crutch. Come on now. I'm no crutch. I'm crutching. No crutchless. crutch.
0: Now you walking. Look look, you look good.
2: Better brace. Better brace. I Do got that a again. Ferrari Do brace. That again. Yeah. Ooh.
0: ooh. Yeah. ooh. <laughs> ooh. ooh. <laughs> I just want the people to see that. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Y'all can see that he's moving his leg. Everything is right. He's okay. <sighs> hey. He's stinky he touch- leg. Look, look. <laughs> I'm touching his foot. There's no problem.
2: <laughs> Nothing wrong.
0: He's, it's, look at this. He can move it. He will be back out there sooner. Then he tell us. <laughs> tell us, B.
2: I don't know how soon, but uh, nah, man, I, I I've been feeling better. I've been working my butt off. I've been grinding like literally every day, six days out of the week. I'm I'm training. You know what I mean? I'm doing rehab, so I'm gonna give it sh- every chance I got, man. This is uh it's coming down to the wire. All
1: right. It is coming down to the wire, but good news that he's not on crutches. I saw him walking into the arena the other day. He still had a brace on, but that's some progress. This is the series, though, the Clippers and Mm. the Suns. Is it the most exciting series that we know so far in the Western Conference?
5: I mean, it may not be the most exciting, but it's got a lot of really good storylines. And shout-out to my guy, Producer Day, who produces, uh, you know, Podcast P with Paul George. I love that. So the storylines are this. Teams, reunions. You've got Chris Paul and the Clippers. Mm -hmm. You've got teammates, reunions. You've got KD and Russ. New-look Russ, who, if you looked at Russ... Going up against the Lakers, you're like, oh, maybe this guy, this is the time for him to really find acclimation with a great team. But most importantly, we're talking about the Suns here, y'all. This is a team that we feel like they can win a championship, even though it's hard to do so in the first year. If you think about Kevin Durant, what are they, uh, what's their record? Eight and Eight and no when he's in the lineup. So overall, the Suns, this is the first opportunity for us to see if they can make this work because they invested everything in their mama's house <laughs> to make this work with Kevin Durant. I think this first step is going to have underrated, really solid storyline. Yeah. I hope even with I hope Paul George is able to come back at some point in this series oh, because
1: it, it has the potential please. to be so very good but you know if I'm rocking with the West I say the Kings and the Warriors maybe the most. I mean that's why it I might be underrated. the most interesting series Shanae thank you Richard Jefferson same question for you this time though we see that these are the West playoffs I'm curious what you think of the East.
7: There's only one matchup that everyone wants to talk about. While it might be me doing game one of the Boston series, that's not it. The matchup that everyone wants to talk about is the New York Knicks versus the Cleveland Cavaliers. Let me say this. The Cleveland Cavaliers have the best player in the series, in my opinion, in Donovan Mitchell. Sure. A lot of it's going to be based off the help of Julius Randle, but I think Julius Randle, he is a New York guy. He's going to go out there and play if he has anything left. The issue is... The shooting, Mm. right? I don't know about Cleveland shooting. Can they Like, Donovan Mitchell can shoot. Darius Garland can shoot. But those are like a scoring shooter. Do they have spacing for the floor for their bigs and for them to work? And the Knicks, they're a very good defensive team. They got the sixth man of the year, in my humble opinion, and quickly. So they've got a lot of things going. But I will say this. If I had to pick one right now, if – all are healthy I think the New York Knicks in seven The That's New my
1: New York Knicks in seven congratulations somewhere Nick. yeah somewhere Stephen A is smiling Richard thank you so very much Adrian Wojnarowski was reporting yesterday that Julius Randle he's still working through a couple of things but even if he's not a hundred percent he's going to try to go out there and give it a go but Perk I need a little bit of seasoning I need something a little bit spicy for this segment that we're doing Whoa. here so I need a hot take what's your spiciest prediction for the first round
2: Oh, I got the Clippers beating the Suns. It don't get no spicier than that, and here's why. Even without Paul George, when I look at the Clippers and I look at their depth at the wing position, When you look at Kawhi Leonard and Nicholas Baton and Covington and and Norman Powell, and you see all those multiple guys that they could actually throw at KD and Devin Booker when you got a guy like Trey Mann. See, I'm watching yesterday, and we saw Plumlee and Bones Holler getting each other's face. That's because they care. Mm. And so over the last two months, we talked about Anthony Davis, and we talked about Joel Embiid and Giannis and, and and Jokic, right? But We didn't talk about Kawhi Leonard, and he has quietly been dominating the league without getting our praise. And when I look at this matchup, and I look at Ty Lue, and Richard knows this, Ty Lue is one to not be underestimated when it comes down to him game planning and looking forward to these challenges. So when I look at this, and I look at Russell Westbrook, who also has something to prove, I got the Clippers in six beating the Phoenix Suns.
1: Wow, that feels extra spicy considering the fact that they struggled to beat them on the final day of the regular season without their big four, the Suns' big four in the lineup. But, Perk, I appreciate that when we ask for a hot take, you never deliver anything that's mild. You never deliver anything that's medium. You come in smoking hot, and I appreciate that, my friend. We have so much more to get into (laughs) when we're talking about these playoffs. Kendra Andrews, she joins us next with the latest on the California clash between the Warriors and the kings who has the edge in that series nba today we'll be right back
7: we all know breakfast is an important part of your day but sometimes when you're traveling for business you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any you know what happens you grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely we've all been there
10: Hurry along three. That's good! The The Dubs dynasty is still very much alive. They're on top of the NBA
2: world. I'm so proud of our group. You hit rock bottom with injuries, and to get back here and get it done means the world. James,
5: baby! What are they going to say now?
2: You're watching NBA Today, presented by American Express.
1: So the Warriors, they are favored to win their first round series against the Kings. That's despite not having home court advantage. That's according to Caesars Sportsbook. They also have the second shortest odds to come out of the West and are the fourth favorite to win the title. So for more on Golden State, we're joined by our Warriors reporter, Kendra Andrews. And Kendra, the Warriors will open up their series against the Kings on Saturday on ABC at 8.30. I'll be on the sidelines for that one. We know though, this is the matchup that Draymond Green, he wanted. He talked (laughs) about the proximity, the highway matchup but how are the warriors digesting this now that it's actually been set i mean the warriors they're not looking past the kings right the kings are finally breaking this drought they're they're not favorites, right? But the Warriors are taking this very seriously, and they see this as a potentially explosive offensive series, right? These are two of the highest-scoring teams in the league. The Kings, they have the best offensive rating in the league. You look at the matchups of Nemonta Sabonis versus Draymond Green, mm. Aaron Fox versus Steph Curry. Malika, there were 20 NBA players this season who finished with two, 200 three-pointers or more. Five of them are in this series. Wow. So, the Warriors are looking at this as a serious test, but what they are com- confident with is their defense and mm. that playoff defense. The Kings, they struggle a little bit more on that end, so the Warriors are feeling good in that regard. Yeah, when you're talking about one and two in points per game, this is going to be an offensively <laughs> electric Hello, everyone.
7: series. Welcome to Richard Jefferson oh. show. And look, 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 it's National Siblings Day. That's uh, part of the reason why we had Malika in here, because obviously we know you're everyone's favorite. We get that. We know your mom's favorite, too. Yeah, but I'm dad's favorite. No, yeah. We know. We don't care Richard, about that. you're girl, their parents' favorite, really. I am obviously my favorite because I'm the most wealthy sibling of all my siblings. But we this? have two other so. very wealthy siblings Re- that i would like to oh, bring on
1: the lopez brothers are in the building welcome my, to NBA my day 12 gentlemen
7: brothers my pac 12 brothers yes you went to stanford i have nothing against you right but yes you did go to stanford but because it's National Siblings Day, I just want you guys to say thank you. I want to say thank you to you guys for joining us. We have a couple of questions about siblings that I would like you guys to do. Can you pick up the boards? Can you guys pick up the boards? Oh, they're, boards. they're whiteboards. Okay. I want, I, want, I want the sister. Don't, she's going to cheat off you. i going to cheat. It. Okay. So my question for the two Lopez Wait, brothers. So we're Why?
1: supposed to write the answers? You
7: write your answers okay. down. I'm focused on them.
1: Okay. All right. All right.
7: Wait. My question for you guys, us one two? word to describe your siblings. Us two? Everyone involved. Okay. Every sibling um, in here. Oh, my gosh. Uh,
1: One word to describe you, okay.
7: I love the music. Wait, <laughs> wait, trying? wait. Okay, hey, this is not a multiple choice you know, like answer over there. Ready? Robin's got it, all yeah. right, okay, let's reveal. Let, let's reveal, why is he thinking so long? Let's start with you, Brooke, what do we got? Loser. Easy, wow. Easy. Wow. That's a great way. Great way. Makes right. sense. Robin, what you got? I have the championship right now. I'm the Evil. To the wow. wow. They are really in sync. Oh, uh, what about you two? Sam?
1: I was nice. I, I was, was too hardworking. I said "Sammy!" Oh.
7: Wow. Again, we're not locked in. That's fine. That's fine. We're not locked What's in. Next. All right. Mom's favorite. I'm going to go to the twins, oh. and I'm going to go to the sisters.
1: Oh, we know who mom's favorite is. That's not even hard. Yeah. She doesn't try to hide it. Love you, Mom. Enjoy Paris.
7: (laughs) Let's see. A little picture. Okay, Brooke's got his answer up. Rolo. I'm the baby. I'm technically the baby, so. And listen, uh, she shows a lot of love to Brooke, but we all know the babies get the most love, right, Kendra? Me, love you, Mom. Yeah, Kendra, we know that. All right, all right, this is what I want (laughs) to know. Who is a better student? Uh, Who is a better student? uh Come on. We got a couple of Stanford grads. I don't know what school you two went to.
1: Gonzaga? Goes on that's good.
7: All right, all right, come on, oh, let me see the answer.
1: Oh, ah, who's, the who's the
7: better? Roll low. Uh, yeah. Malika, come on. Me, well, yeah, I was no. in the front row of the obnoxious it's one. i like, it's I know, I know, I know. I know, you were asking. Talk about. about, I know, come on, you didn't about me in school. Yeah. Brooke, Brooke, you? Where? Well, first of all, what's your GPAs? Mm. What's your GPAs? Yeah. We'll just judge it by that. I know both of you Stanford boys remember.
8: Brooke didn't even yeah, bring a whiteboard. You know how they have, like, the over the 4.0 thing? It's, like, 4.3 or whatever? No, I did not did know the that. SAT where they changed it, like, three different times and stuff like that. So the the, the stats might be a little antiquated now, but head-to-head, head, I'm, I'm definitely, you know, like, four three. I had the highest achievements. Oh, okay, score for we get sure. it. We get it. We don't. We don't need
7: the whole dissertation. I know how smart you are, bro. That's I, what, I, I'm I, just I proud.
8: You know the word the dissertation. The yeah. I, I saw all the stats, though. All
7: right. Okay. We're gonna go, We're gonna move this little forward. What is the worst gift that you have gotten from your sibling? You, uh, worst worst, gift. Gift. What you worst gift. What have you given me? Worst gift. A I
4: li- watch.
1: <laughs> wow. A worst uh, so I'm Come on.
4: Down now. <laughs> um,
1: what yeah. The me? worst gift that you've ever given me. I don't think I've given you anything. <laughs> um... I, I genuinely don't think I've ever given you anything. Well, let's change that. I'm just going with this is the best gift I've ever
7: given. Okay, my, guys, this is this is not that hard. N-A, N-A, <laughs> and what? What is that? You pin? <laughs> he gives no gifts. Yeah, I, that's, I, 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 listen, I, that's how I am. We're going to work on our brotherly love. Okay, so this is the question. Now, I want to know how well you know each other, oh, right? Okay. We're so, okay, okay this is what I want to know. He gives no gifts. Pooping? I don't know. What is pooping? What is pooping? And we allowed that to say Brooks this. Cat. Oh, okay. That is uh, cat. All right. This is what I want to know. All right. Do you know your brother's favorite ride at Disneyland?
1: We don't ever been. You've never been. Oh, I've only. We been. are owned by Disney. What I've, are you I've guys been. doing? Yeah. I've, been. <laughs> I've been. I, I know. Secrets. I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess Brooks' favorite ride. I'm gonna guess ride. Malika's. Okay.
7: Oh. Yes. You guess. Um. Well, I want to know like, your what siblings.
8: If, What's your right. siblings? Robin, just, I want to know what Brooks is. Brooke, well. I want to know what Robbins is. <laughs> I <If you laughs> don't right. know. Just guess whatever Bob iger's favorite is. Yeah. Splash I thought his was Mountain. Splash oh, Mountain. Oh, that's
7: Splash Mountain. That makes sense. Pirates, Pirates of, of the, the Caribbean. Caribbean. I feel like this tracks with both of you. Yeah. I'm going to be really honest. Great uh, nickname, Splash Mountain, Pirates of the Caribbean. I can see he kind of looks like a pirate right now.
1: Well, I mean, Brooke's nickname is Splash Mountain, so I think that that makes makes some sense, that it should should be one of their answers. But, Brooke, I am curious. While we have you on, it is National Siblings Day, and I appreciate uh, Kendra and I being able to prove that we can hang with the two of you and who knows each other better. But when we're talking about – let's go to on the court here – you have a very serious case this year for Defensive Player of the Year. To you, why should that award go to you?
8: Um, you know, it, it's an honor to be uh, in that conversation. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm thankful to be playing on such a great team with great teammates, you know, Drew Holiday, Giannis, who walk up uh, whenever they get the chance. Um, you know, and I, I just – I do take pride in kind of being the quarterback uh, and being the leader of that defense, you know, being off, being the center, being uh, behind everyone, being able to see the whole court, talk things out, lead the defense. I take a lot of pride uh, in doing that.
7: No, I, I think that is a great answer. But I think because it's Siblings Day, yeah. we want to know, Robin, why do you believe or do not believe he should win Defensive Player of the Year? You
8: can pick, bro. I mean – all I know is when it counted later in the season we beat them twice in a row (laughs) so I know Evan I think had a 40 point game or something J.A. did his thing so I do want to know what my bio looks like you know I see Brooks got like you know like national little national championship thing at the bottom yeah Drafted (laughs) like what are my interesting tidbits that ESPN has to pull up your your Brooks brother (laughs) that's what that's That's your that's your your it's okay
1: I get it I'm I'm Malika's sister so I get
7: that same here you get it no 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 Robin that is a great case for your brother in some way I don't know if it is or for him against him I don't understand but I just want to say Kendra Malika you guys you guys are pretty good siblings I don't know if you're as good as these two
1: I think that Brooke and Robin are the siblings of the NBA. We very much appreciate you joining us here on NBA Today. The voting for Defensive Player of the Year, it ends tonight. And before we go, though, Robin, I do want to play just a little game. Cut, bench, start. NBA Mascots, Disneyland, big playoff game. NBA Mascots, Disneyland, big playoff game. Cut, bench, start.
8: Um... (laughs) I mean i got to start the big playoff game. That's what's right on my schedule coming up. Bench Disneyland. You know, once we're done with our business, once we take care of, you know, business, depending on possible certain matchups in the second round too, taking care of business in that regard. Summer comes, we're successful. Disneyland. And then bench the NBA mascots. They don't bring anything to them. They don't don't contribute anything to the conversation. Yeah.
1: Well, I got to say, I cannot wait, assuming both of you all win your first round series, we would get a Lopez brothers matchup in the second round of the Eastern Conference playoffs. And that would be so much fun. Gentlemen, thank you so much for spending a little time with us here on NBA Today. We appreciate it.
7: Love Babar. Who doesn't (laughs) love some Babar?
1: Still to come on our show, we dive into the Mavericks fallout, what it means going forward. Hear what Luka had to say after their final game of the season. NBA Today, back after this. Kendra, I'm proud of us. That makes fun. In one of his final news conferences of the season, the winningest coach in the history of the NBA, he didn't want to speculate on whether or not he's considering retiring this offseason. Instead, when meeting with reporters on Sunday, Greg Popovich, he spent more than nine minutes demanding gun control legislation. And 24 hours later, yet another mass shooting took place today, this time at a bank in Louisville, Kentucky. So here is some of what Popovich had to say.
10: I couldn't believe it, so I wrote this thing down. Good. Senator Marsha Blackburn, her her comment after after the massacre, my office is in contact with federal, state, and local officials, and we stand ready to assist. In what? They're dead. What are you gonna assist with? Cleaning up their brains off the wall? Wiping the blood off the schoolroom floor? What are you gonna assist with? You know, the greed of the gun lobbies and the manufacturers is obvious. We all know that. Money talks. But the cowardice and the selfishness of the legislators who are so scared to death of being primaried and losing their job, losing their power, losing their salary, you'd like to get each one of them in a room just one by one and say, what's more important to you? If you could vote for some good, gun safety laws that most of the public agrees to would you do that if it saved one kid or is your job and your money so important to you that you would say screw the kid
1: popovich is one of many voices across the nba who's advocated for gun safety and according to the gun violence archive there have been 146 mass shootings this year as of today And in 2023 alone, gun violence is the cause of death for 71 children under the age of 11. We will be right back.
2: One game to determine whether or not your playoffs will continue. I've always been confident. Once we got to the playoffs, we can compete with anyone.
3: has got a Game 7
1: field. Let's go! Oh. So the plan is set, but it was a wild road getting there. Just take a look at this graph from our analytics group that shows how the seating in the West looked throughout the afternoon. You can see below... The Pelicans, for a brief period after 5:20 20 Eastern, they were heading toward the 6th seed, and then it all sort of went south, just a wild up and down there. But one team that we know will not be in the mix of the play-in tournament as it gets underway tomorrow is the Dallas Mavericks. And the Mavs, they only played Luka Doncic for 13 minutes against the Bulls on Friday. They also sat their next four leading scorers in their loss to Chicago, and that ended their season. So, with the Mavs' summer ending or a little starting a little bit earlier than anticipated, our Tim McMahon, he took a look back at what happened and the potential ramifications moving forward here for Dallas
3: it took two months for the Mavericks to go from buzzing about a blockbuster trade to busted.
9: that eliminates Dallas from playing tournament contention
3: to be clear Kyrie Irving has been a professional not the problem during his brief stint in Dallas
7: Kyrie Irving has arrived in Dallas and he has done what you expected him to do
3: But he sure hasn't been the solution to all that ails the Mavs. That's a long list that begins with a bad defense that got worse with the midseason trade, and chemistry that's a far cry from the immaculate vibes felt during last year's run to the West Finals.
8: Doncic and the Dallas Mavericks are going to the Western Conference Finals.
3: Add it all up, and the Mavs qualify as the NBA's most disappointing team this season. As the Mavs' leader, Luka Doncic says to put the blame on him.
6: I'm the leader of this team, you
3: know. You don't
6: one to blame is me.
3: He definitely deserves a share, especially for the dreadful defense, but there's plenty of blame to go around. Give a big slice to Mark Cuban in the front office for bungling the Jalen Brunson situation. Dallas didn't give Brunson an extension when he wanted one, and watched Lucas sidekick leave for nothing when Brunson went to New York in free agency. How much have you guys missed Brunson?
9: <laughs>
3: a lot. Mm. Amazing guy, amazing player, you know, for sure. Speaking of the Knicks, the Mavs will have to sweat out the lottery as they owe New York a top-10 protected pick as the final payment on the Chris porzingis trade. As far as free agency goes, the Mavs hope not to lose their second-leading score for the second straight summer. Game of basketball is uh, very emotional as it is, and um, if I'm already thinking about what's the response going to be, whether we win or lose, and I've already failed. Uh, just got to stay focused on the goal at hand, and that's just being here for my teammates while we're playing out there and staying connected. The biggest questions for the Mavs? After a massive step in the wrong direction, can they build a contender around Doncic? And how long is Luka willing to wait to find out?
1: So after the Mavs season ended on Sunday, Kyrie Irving, he declined to address the media in an exit interview. But Luka Doncic did, and he shared his final thoughts on what happened and what needs to happen moving
6: forward. I didn't like that decision. That's it.
3: you talking about the decision that it took Sick at? Yeah. Is it discussed with you before the decision was made?
6: Yeah, of course. I'm happy here, so there's nothing to worry about. How much did you enjoy playing with Kyrie and how much would you like to see that continue? Yeah, I wish we can continue that, uh, you know, uh, chemistry relationship. Uh, it's not going to happen in a day, in a week, uh, so it's a building process. Uh, but I would like to, yeah. What has to happen for the? You know, you guys
3: went to West response last year. It's not like you haven't been but the window like, What has to happen for this franchise to get right?
2: Yeah, I mean, something's got to change, you know.
1: Ooh, okay, Ooh. so Ramona Shelburne is back with us now. And there's just so much uncertainty, Ramona, that surrounds the Dallas Mavericks. And I think it starts May 16th, right, with how the ping pong balls <laughs> fall for the draft lottery. But let's stick with Luka Doncic here yeah. for just a minute. How's he feeling? What are you hearing about him in the wake of everything that went down the last couple
6: so of So you days? know Luka, right? Yeah. He does not like drama. He does not like answering those kind of questions. So for him to even say that... Mm. That's saying a lot, okay? And uh, if you look at the glass half full, Jason Kidd told me, I think he's going to win MVP next year. He's going to have a great year. They sound a lot like the Sixers did last year when they traded for James Harden in the middle of the season. Give him one more year, one more transaction cycle. They're going to be great if Kyrie Irving ends up staying there. Look, it worked out. Joel Embiid's probably going to win MVP. Maybe Jason Kidd is right. But if you look at the glass half empty...
1: They have a lot of work to do. Right. And one of the questions is about Kyrie Irving, as you yeah. mentioned. And we heard Luka Doncic say yep. that he would like to play again with Kyrie Irving. But what is the likelihood that that happens from the Mavericks standpoint?
6: They feel really good about their chances of keeping Kyrie Irving. And when they traded for him, there was a, they had an option, obviously, to sign him for a two-year extension. He wants more than two years. When he was in Brooklyn, they talked about a two-years-plus extension. So two years and a team option on the third year. Kyrie wants four. Mm -hmm. So it may come down to whether or not they're willing to go to that fourth year. If he has, uh, if he has leverage outside the Mavericks, they may have to go further than they initially want to go, but they feel good about their chances of keeping him. And he has quite a bit of leverage because quite frankly, they cannot lose him. Right. Right. They already lost Jalen Brunson for nothing. They cannot lose Kyrie Irving for nothing. And they have a lot of work to do to keep Luka Doncic in the fold, happy, building off of what they did, because they took a step back this year. And when you have a player like Luka Doncic, I compare him all the time to LeBron James. Cleveland did a lot of moves over the years to keep LeBron happy. Yes. E for effort. It didn't.
1: Pay off. Right, but the proof is in the pudding. and As we heard Tim McMahon say in that piece yep. that we just heard, they are in early contention for most disappointing season oh. in the NBA because the expectations <laughs> yeah. for Dallas were sky high, and it just did not materialize in the postseason, and we know yep. that that's when it matters. We still have a lot more to come here on NBA Today because while it wasn't great in the postseason for the Mavericks, they had tons of regular season highlights. So we're going to look over the regular season because what a ride it has been. Top plays coming up in 60 seconds.
2: NBA Today is presented by American Express. Don't live life without it.
0: Boston, Obama! When the Gamecocks need a bucket,
9: four can bring it. She expects to be great every single day. South Carolina has captured its second national championship.
5: I want people to remember Aaliyah Boston as a dominant player with a bubbly personality.
9: great performances let just you i'm not in attack carry again from way downtown for me and the game. they put me in so i'm going in You play for fun i'm playing to win back on the wall i'm ready for war if i beat them before i can beat them again they thought i was done i went on a run and beat all the odds and got even again Watch what you say i'm not one of them. when i jump in my bag i to jump out the gym take a look at my legacy i got to let them see i'm out here winning cuz i'm on a mess. step back 3 it's go I do not see no competition. I gotta get it, so it ain't no quitting. We jump off the benches and jump in the trenches. It's all good, ladies. That's right. I'm born tonight. More than a king, no doubt my name. They can't play. I'm bringing my game. None of that talking just sounds like a show. I'm just letting you know that I'm not entertained. You hear the crowd, they scream my name. I got the stadium going insane. Done with the Yo, talking, it ain't no discussion. You started, I finished. Put me in the game. Bang! Bang! Randall knocks down the three. It's a three in the last Put me in the game. All that talking just sound like a show. I'm just laying. You know that I'm not entertained. Hey, coach. Put me in the game.
1: had some great plays throughout the season, but one of the best moments, um, it happened yesterday, Richard. Miami in his 20th and final season, Udonis Haslam, the three-time champion, he was honored. They even got him a rocking chair.
7: <laughs> no, it was on- honestly amazing to see. Shout out, Udonis. Udonis, these are my words to you. So many players have have benefited from your tutelage, from your words, from your expertise. Every veteran that is out the league talks about how important it is to have veterans on your bench. And he is one of the guys that we would always... He deserves to have his numbers in that Raptors, and he's been an outstanding ambassador.
1: They're in the play-in tournament. Udonis Haslam and the Bulls face the (laughs) Toronto Raptors in the Eastern Conference. And then we have Oklahoma City and the Pelicans. It all goes down on Wednesday on ESPN, and we get started with NBA Countdown at 7. But let's talk about the Wild Wild West because that happens first. We have a playoff play-in predictor here for you to
5: fill out well, I think we know Lakers go, right? Because Lakers, I think they're this. You tap it. You tap it. the Lakers. And then and tap it in, it in there. Perfect. Which okay, automatically
1: drops the Timberwolves down to the 8 9 for that final 8th spot. So who do you have winning the Ooh, Pelicans? This is a tough Thunder. one. I
5: went with the Lakers. You go with this one. Uh, I'm going to say the
7: Pelicans. I, but you know what's crazy? What? I think the Thunder have the best player on the floor. But I'm going to go with the Pelicans. And then it's going to be Timberwolves versus Pelicans in that 8 9. Tell us who's going to clinch the 8 seed.
5: Okay, the 8 seed. I mean, look, I think mm. Rudy's gonna be back it's a oh, one game yeah. suspension thank you for that qualification okay so Man. we have
1: the Lakers getting in as a 7th seed and the Timberwolves getting in as the eight seed and then if we click that little circle there yep one more time one more time oh we got the next one magic <laughs> and then we get the next one I don't,
7: right. know. I don't know what this does. Suns Clippers, that's going to be a good series. Make sure you guys tune into that. But on the other side of the Eastern, who you got in the Eastern?
5: Who in the Eastern? Give me the matchups. All right, so starting with the Mi- the Miami Heat taking on the
1: Toronto Raptors.
5: What do Okay, we got? that one's a that one's a little toss up, but you can never What's bet happening? against right here. Should
1: we try to refresh? We're not. We never try to refresh. Oh,
5: wait, I got it, y'all. Here we go.
1: Bam. There we go. Bam. And then we have to hit the Western Conference here, and then we go to Eastern Conference here, and then we go to Scenarios here, right and here. then we go right down there. to the plane. Ah! There we go. So we have the Bulls and the Raptors,
5: the Heat and the Hawks. <laughs> Shout out to our producer, Condas, who here did it. Here we go. We're going to Heat winning
7: this one. I got that. Then we going to go Bulls, Bulls. Yeah, Bulls winning that one.
5: This will be good.
7: The Hawks, this Bulls. This will be
1: good. Trey Haw- Young has quietly been having yeah. like, offensively an excellent season.
7: The Hawks struggle winning two games in a row. So if they win this one, or if they're going to lose this one, I'm going to say they're going they to win this it, one. They can win this,
5: right? So can I – oh, wait, hold on. Here we go. You have the Hawks winning. There this we go. is why I'm excited about the
7: Heat is that I'm doing the Boston Heat series, and I think that there's a little bit of energy there that would be really, really fun. Mm. And hopefully I get a game three, game four, maybe go down to Miami. I was going to
5: say you so, better
1: be hey, uh, ready We go Miami. down to Miami. Okay. The play-in tournament, it starts on Tuesday, but we have something going down. Ooh. Whoa. Oh, night. What do we got going on? The WNBA draft, Let's go. and my friends, I think our Canadian oh, knows oh, a no. little something about it, oh, what it's no. like to be drafted number oh, one no. overall. Woo.
5: This was before the glow up. That's my daddy. That's my mama. That's my sister, my auntie Dawn, my uncle Mukeshi. Shout out to the draftees. This was the most special moment of my career, getting drafted number one on my home court where I play, alongside my sister who was number one draft as well. Congratulations, Congratulations in advance to all the women who hear their names. Games called tonight. We.